epic space ducks. Look at me. I'm feeling a little festive. You, you, you are a little festive. You are a little festive. Oh, it's right, Hobby right. St. Patty's Day. It's a full yes. morning. All oh. you Irish watchers out there, or not Irish, who just watchers. like celebrating St. Patrick's oh, yeah. Day. Right. We might not have anybody on here just because they've been celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Mm -hmm. uh, so that is that is very, very possible. Well, hello, friends and neighbors and fans of Indian Invasion. We're back solving the world's gaming problems one game at a time. I just sat down here at my desk and I realized I was working on my Zombicide board and I have I have in front of me right now, 3D printed, I have an ice machine, a coin-operated washing machine, and an outhouse. Is that coin-operated too? No, this is, this is just old school porta potty you know, like down at the, the Brews and Blues Festival, wherever you are. So. Hey, downwind of that one, huh? Yeah. That's that's a rough one there. <laughs> Definitely a rough one. So who do we have? Oh, look, it's Mary Kay Huffman. I wonder where she knows us from. Salante. Yeah, I'm Scottish. I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to text me back, Mary, because I've been texting um, property to Eric and Mary because it's just, you know, it's too cold up there. It's you know, we got five minutes here. before we go live. Let's look at houses. Why not? Yeah, Let's see how absolutely. many houses we can absolutely. find. Oh, hey, there's Alder. Look, <laughs> almost Alder. because of our time change. I didn't even think about that since we are international. I mean, we're only like international to two people. So he's probably already at still, work. <laughs> but that is still international, even if it's only two people, right? No, let's see. We got three, right? We got two in Canada. We've got Alder. And then who else do we have worldwide? Do we got anybody else worldwide? Mm, every once in a while, I think. Don't we get uh, anybody across the pond? I don't think so. I don't think so. They're usually sleeping still right now. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 in bed because they're they're far enough ahead of us that uh, it's it's night night time right now. That's why it's hard for me to get on the the drowned earth hangout that yeah. they do because yeah, it's right, just the, right. the time is kind of wonky for me. But well, what have you been working on, Eric, or what have you not been working on besides well, your lovely green attire? Yeah, uh, it's all about shenanigans. Shenanigans. Tonight. Not cheating um, shenanigans, just shenanigans. No, just shenanigans. Um, so actually with Adepticon a week away, uh, I've been starting to pack up games of some of the buddies that are gonna be there that they say want they want to do. So I've been making piles of rule books, printouts, uh trying to find dice that I specially bought for Rain in Hell and that you've never used. Um, nope, nope, not they even have not been used yet. No, and then uh uh, I got a pile over there of terrain that I got to figure out, okay, how am I going to get this in a tub and right. you know, that kind of thing. So I'm starting to get all that little stuff ready and try to pack minimal. You know, I don't want to be hauling everything, which I've been. Well, it's not like you have very far to go. No. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Topics. I did bring seven tables worth of terrain 18 hours by car. See, that's so. all I have to think of. If I think I'm bringing too much, I just <laughs> think you of go. you yeah. hauling South Carolina rocks that's across right. the country. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. I still, for the, my whole life, I will remember that, that I pulled the box of rocks out and went, 
just brought a box of rocks all the way from South Carolina <laughs> to Schaumburg, <laughs> Illinois. What in the world? Oh, uh, man. The things oh, we man. do for our games, right? The yep, things we do right. for our games. But you've been in kind of a gaming funk, right? A little bit, yeah. And a lot of it's just um, the area up here. You know, the stores are still doing, you know, kind of their uh, mask up. And, you know, mm. uh, yeah. I, I think they broke through the, the number game, but I just, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm ready for that kind of restriction for gaming yet right um and like i mentioned some of my buddies that i used to game with have moved a little further away or it's just a lot of it's um scheduling too so sure yeah um i gotta convince the wife to play with me some of these games (laughs) well i i always i always have gaming issues for getting folks together um although i'm pretty happy that i was able to and still maintaining our year-long rpg groups yeah that's that's great that you're still uh going on with that yeah so that's good but i've i've been working on some stuff i've been posting a bunch oh there's spaz uh, I've been posting a bunch of pictures of, so I decided to take my zombicide tiles because I have so many of them. I've had, I've had people donate games, um, and other copies of zombicide. So I have multiple tiles and I was like, I'm just going to glue the buildings to them and build it. Yeah. Cause I can yeah. use it for a bunch of different things, especially last days because mm-hmm. way lower model count. And I know if you're playing zombicide, having the walls can make it hard because you end up with so many models potentially on the board but in last days you don't really end up with that many on there but that's what i've been working on that's been kind of fun uh i've kind of had the terrain bug again since coastal con because when i put that one two by two board in to the raffle and people just went nuts yeah Um, oh look hey it's robert what's happening buddy it's good good to see you my friend robert good to see you um so that was that's been kind of what I've been working on is I've been doing a lot of terrain stuff, but I did get in two games this week. I got, well, not this week. One was the beginning, the end of last week, I think, or Sunday. I don't know. Somewhere around. It's just all blends, blurs (laughs) together. So, but I did get, I got in a game of core space, uh, which we're going to talk a little bit about tonight in a roundabout sort of way. And then I got in a game of, um, horizon zero dawn the board game so my son uh got it from i don't i don't don't remember who gave it to him but he got it for his birthday which was last month and he got a few of the models painted up and he brought it by i was like yeah sure i'll give it a try and it was a pretty fun game i I enjoyed it it's not something i would play regularly Mm -hmm. but um but it was a pretty fun game i liked the mechanics pretty well it's pretty fast um and the models are Pretty decent. I mean, they're board game board quality game. models, but they have robot dinosaurs. And when he put that robot dinosaur on the table, all I could think was that would look so good in the drowned earth. I have to figure out a way to get that into the drowned earth because <laughs> dinosaurs and robots. Yeah, that's just like that's everything that you need in the whole world. Oh, thanks, Alder. He said the zombicide boards are cool. Yeah, I'm not done with them yet. I got to do all the weird writing, you know, like um, clear and. Yeah, the, the the messages from everybody dead inside and all that kind of fun stuff. So I think uh, those boards would be fun for um, Urban Manhunt, too. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, well, that, that'd be an easy board. You just throw a couple of those down and yeah. uh, you're good to go. Yeah, and so that was what I was thinking is kind of any modern 
game you'd be able to play on it mm-hmm. uh i was thinking battle space who for those of you guys who have been with us a while you can go back and you can watch an interview we did with robert salter who's the creator which incidentally if anybody's been following battle space they're getting ready to go into print with modifius uh That's which right, is right. cool so they went from just print and play to now getting a nice hard cover um book printed by modifius so that's pretty that's pretty cool i think uh but you could do battle space on it you could uh play street wars um you could play any oh, modern wars, pulp yeah. you could play uh a lot of the uh, fistful of kung fu yep. so there's there's just so many different games you could do that anything modern would would work really well on uh outbreak last days so those kind of things but I do have one thing before we get into what we're actually going to be talking about, because I did share this one. I did. I shared to the twisted Facebook group (laughs) about this because I have a package that has landed in the United States. It's in Chicago of all places right now. So you can just go get it it up. Right. (laughs) Just go pick it up for me. I'll probably get it quicker than, than waiting for it. But it's there, and obviously, since it's international and coming in, it's more than likely from Australia because I already own everything from the drowned earth, which would be coming from the UK. Um, so, but this w- is going to be a special video. I'm not going to tell you exactly what it is, but it is something new that is being tested for twist. Keep an eye open on the That's YouTube. Right. That's right. And we're going to give everybody in Indie Invasion a first look at it. So we're going to do that. Uh, Depending on when it comes in, we'll try to do it live, but I may just record it. It just depends on on when it comes in. And you, Alder, I can guarantee you that that will be painted on one of the walls. Alder was here. Absolutely. And thanks, Mike, for the compliments on the board. I appreciate it. They are. I've still got them set up over on the table. I have one more building that I have to paint the interior on. And I kind of accidentally discovered a really cool trick. So normally when I build my terrain out of foam core, and by the way, this is totally not what we're actually talking about tonight, uh, as I digress. But I uh, usually when I build my stuff out of foam core, um, I will coat it with a mixture of PVA and black paint first or Mod Podge. And I'm sure everybody's seen it from Black Magic Craft and DM Scotty and the Tabletop Engineer. They all do the same thing, right? That's typical. Well, I did it a little differently this time and I coated it and then I didn't spray prime it, which is usually what I'll do because that's why I do it. So I can spray prime it. So I just painted with, you know, our good plaid paints right over the top of it well because it already had a coat of pva glue on it i don't know if it was because it was the clear pva glue or not but all of the paint cracked okay that was perfect i mean i couldn't have planned that better because all the paint started cracking and i'm like that's excellent and then all i can think to myself is i don't know what i did so I hope I did it on all of them so that they'll all do it because I wasn't sure until after I was done. Anyway, I digressed far enough. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm all excited about terrain again because I raffled my one off and got all excited. So got the, what are got we talking about? again? I well, did. I got the bug. As I mentioned earlier, uh, packing a bunch of stuff up and trying to get ready early for Adepticon, I was packing up all the different measuring tools that I needed and it got me thinking about 
the movement. That's right. We're going to talk about movement of all our games in just yep. skirmish games, board games, games in general, like the even different war games, big yeah, war, even games. war games. And I, I, you know, thought of our first talking point we're going to get to tonight is, well, what do we know most of? It is our movement with tape measures, tape, tape measures, measures. Um, measuring Black tape, whether tape. it's one of these or it could be like a, you know, a sewing seamstress. Now, uh, I'd be tape. interested to know what everybody thinks of that one, because I've tried to use the seamstress ones. Don't like them. I, I like all. these because I, I do too. Because they're you know, stiff and you can hold them up above yep. the top of the board. And when yeah. you're sitting there and you know you're thinking, you get fidgety. You can sit here and just play with it. No, don't do that. Don't and do and that. drive your opponent. Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Don't do that. That's a horrible idea. Horrible idea. Um, and I mean, these ones are basically you use it for open boards, right? You know, usually get your models from point A to point B. Yeah. Um, you know, and one of the things that you see is either you have your blind movement where you you just you have to guess, you know, you're guesstimating to see, okay, I think I'm close enough to get that to that terrain to get some cover. Right. But you don't know that's that's one part part of the game that you see. And then the other is just pre-measure, which for the most part, that's the experience I've had is just pre-measuring using these little handy dandies. Yeah, Spaz, clean shaven Eric is making us all uncomfortable. Oh, well, thank you for noticing. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, my wife said I look a little bit younger, so I'll, I'll yeah, take that, that as the, a compliment. That's the first thing I said to him too. So I, um, a couple of points on that is I prefer the tape measure. If I, if it's between the tape measure and the seamstress tape, I prefer a tape measure. Um, I don't like the little ones. I like a regular full size one. That probably yeah. comes from my years of of being in some form of construction that I'd just rather have that, mm -hmm. that better one plus unipolar games. When they make your custom tape measures, they use the good ones. So there's that yeah. too. Um, and as far as, so I'm torn and I'm interested what everybody thinks about this. I'm torn between, because the, all the rage now is pre-measuring your shots. Like you can pre-measure everything. I haven't seen too many games coming out recently. Um, that, that had the, the blind movement right, right. Or, or, or like the range because I, I distinctly remember third edition warhammer 40k playing orcs having the basilisk which you had to guess the range for it and then it had a range of like three thousand inches you know you could hit anything mm -hmm. but you had to guess the range and that was half of the fun yeah so, yeah definitely it's a different way to play the games when can uh, we buy the Indian invasion social distance checker movement template? I don't know if it's going to be a very good social distance checker, but we do have a, um, a widget. We haven't really figured out how to get it out to sell it. And we only have, let's see, I don't know how many Eric has, but I have three. I've got about eight left. Uh, so we do actually have one. We do actually have a, a widget to do that with, which is actually kind of a segue so i'd be interested though to know what people think about um pre-measuring and yeah not pre-measuring put a comment in there even whether it's live or later if you guys are watching this on youtube and facebook uh we'll see it because we'll one one of the things i remember about first edition wild west exodus was that there's no mm -hmm. pre-measuring which was kind of cool because i mean it, 
in my mind when I'm seeing the story happen and your dude comes around the corner and all he's got six shooters and he starts going guns blazing because he sees the guy, but the guy's just too far away. <laughs> uh, I can't tell you how many times that happened in games. It was just, it, it told a cool story. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it brings a different strategy to the game. Uh, it really whether does. you can pre-measure or not. Um, you it, know, it if makes you got guys, go ahead. Good, if you have good peepers, you're pretty good at that guesstimating, but um, like you said, sometimes yeah. you just you come up short and that's yeah. part of the story though. Well, Mike makes a good point too, though. Had people cheating using their arm or other ways to mark yeah. out the board. And I, I can see that, but if I play with someone who starts cheating, I'll end the game right there and I won't ever play with them again. Mm-hmm. So I never, I've never, and honestly, I've never really had that problem. Um, where I've had someone cheating with that. I know somebody could have been and, you know, kind of visually marking off stuff on the board. Maybe they built a piece of terrain and they're like, I know that piece of terrain is eight inches. <laughs> so, so, okay. I guess I could see why nobody would want to play me. It's like, okay, Mac built all the terrain on the board and oh, it looks halfway man. decent. So he probably measured some of it. Right. I would never remember something like that. So <laughs> well, you, you kind of have to be uniform with some of it though. So uh, like when I'm doing, the zombicide stuff, all the walls are two inches tall. And then mm-hmm. when I do um, any of my actual buildings, depending on how tall they are, I do three inches. And that just, and that's just because from way back in 40 K, just that three inch movement, you know, there was kind of standardized that each floor was three inches just so that yeah. you could average stuff out. So I always do that as well. Um, so that's just that's just how I do it. So I I liked not I liked not measuring. Still do. I yeah. just don't play anything where that's the case. Yeah, there's so. not that much out there. No. So our next one for movement uh, is going to be something that Bob brought up: widgets, right. widgets, or measuring sticks or templates. So, uh, widgets. Ooh, Indian invasion widget. I'm getting a lot of a glare there. That's or okay. even, I mean, something like this could even be, um, you know, like template, like for Car Wars, you have these little movement temp- oh, templates yeah. that actually, see if I'm doing this the right way, you know. To, I don't way. think you are. There you go. Now Tell you, you, you know, you know, and something like that, basically, it's it's quicker to move the minis or, you know, it's less fiddliness, i.e. Car Wars. Well, I just magically got a new cutting board. <laughs> That's not a large rat, Spaz. That's my wiener dog. Um, and then also, you know, something like it's kind of set movement. So you think of like these suckers that you use for right. X-Wing or... Um, attack Wing. Yeah, uh, Tack Wing. Bob, Bob's on here, so he knows Dungeons and Dragons. You know, you got yep. these kind for the measuring, you know, out or... Um, uh, Legion has them Legion, now. They've yeah. got the little bendy one. Uh, Armada had a cool, uh, that their whole movement thing was pretty cool with the template. I actually really, so I fell in love with the widget with once again, I'm going to go back to first edition wild west exodus. As a matter of fact, I don't think I have one here. On my, yes, I do. Yeah. I was going to say those ones. I know a lot of people liked using them cause they were standard size. You had your one inch, two inch, three inch, yep. uh, and because- inch for the long. And because, well, with with first edition Wild West Exodus too, 
you also had they had a second one if you remember that was inch and a half two and a half three and a half four and a half and that was because of the um the threat area of certain models, which was really handy too, because one of the nice things about that second edition was your bigger models, they might have a, a three inch threat area that if you come inside that, and then you would have the widget, which could yeah. easily tell you what you, you know, whether or not they were inside that sphere of influence. So that was cool. Yeah. I think that the circle ones are pretty neat that uh, you can just drop over the models. Yeah. And um, I know some, sometimes if you can't get it, completely over the model you can just kind of hold it over it and yeah look through well, it because it's clear this one right here my wild west exodus one this one is in my uh drowned earth box and in my twisted box because i have a whole bunch of them and these are my absolute no, not you oh yeah oh yeah you know it. you know i do <laughs> these are my absolute favorite ones because with with the four inch side you know you can just you can just flip them, you know, you get that the four, five, six, seven, eight, you know what I mean? You can just walk them over. what Bob say there? Been in the market for a good widget. If I played a game that used inches doing Legion, MCP and dead zone, haven't touched a measuring tape for anything, not handyman related in months. Yeah. And I, and for crisis protocol, I like those templates. Yeah. Um, I, I do. Now, of course, I think sometimes when people are designing and they're, they're like, Hey, let's do a template. How come? Well, because we can put cheap ones in the box and then we can make some really cool acrylic yeah. ones and charge $60 for them and everyone will buy them. Yep. Especially you Matt. need that bling. You need that <laughs> That's bling. right. You need your gaming bling. That's right. That's right. Uh, it's funny that you, uh, that you would say that, uh, Bob, as we kind of progress on about yeah. the widgets. Uh, I know and not a guy. Using... I know a guy, yeah, Bob. I know a guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alder says, let me know how much for the Indian invasion widget with postage to Australia and I'll pay pallet to you. <laughs> you know what? We'll, we'll look into how we can get some out. We really haven't since we've, we've gotten them. I don't know about you, but I, I sent Eric half of them. So if you're going to be at Adepticon and you're looking mm -hmm. for one hit Eric up, cause he's got some, he's also got some Indian invasion D sixes yeah, and some right. Posticon D sixes. So um, you can, you can check those out and you can hit him up for some of those. He'll have some of those. He may force you to do an Indian invasion interview at Adepticon. Um, if you're there just for fun, just because why not? Yeah. But we'll, we'll look into that. We'll chat about that to see what we can do about getting some of those, um, fig figure out what would be the best way to get some of them out because we would like to get some of them into everybody's hands that would like them. And they're, they're pretty good widgets. We did, um, what do we do? Uh, one, two, four, six, I think, isn't it? Yeah, that's what yeah. it looks like. One, two, four, six. Yep. Yeah. One, two, four, six. So they're, they're pretty cool. You never know. Maybe I'll make a twisted one. That would be cool because yeah. right now, Right now, the twisted one is this Wild West Exodus one because this is my favorite one. <laughs> it's a lot Not of use. Lie, that is my favorite one. They're, all of the uh, the red on the raised numbers and the words, it's starting to rub off because I use them so much. So, uh -huh. uh, Robert yeah. says, how do I get one? We'll figure that out. We'll, we'll look into that and figure it out. I don't know if, I don't know. There might even be a way to put it on the Redbubble store. I don't know. No, I'm not sure. We'll we're, not, look into it. we're not big enough on YouTube to have a store. Like, like they won't let you have a store until you have uh, 
certain requirements and we're far too puny for the certain requirements. We've been, we've been bumping up one and going down three subscribers and going up one and going down three and hovering right around 300. So one day we'll break 300 and we'll be very excited. <laughs> we'll be super excited. Yeah. Etsy, we could probably do Etsy. We'll look at, we'll look into how we can, uh, get them out especially because Eric and I are so far apart and we've got halvesies and they yeah. were kind of a, they were kind of a test run from coastal con 2021 when I got them made mini skirt first, then you can look into template. <laughs> we already showed you a dress spaz. You just got it. You're just going to have to hem it because we can't yeah. find a mini skirt. You're just going to have to hem it. So, all right. What was, what was the next stage of movement? Oh, we got one more left uh, for movement and it's moving on pretty basic moving on a grid or hex board. So, this is something that you don't need to worry about measuring or using, you know, your templates or right. or moving just right. You know, you don't have to worry about that because you're basically just moving spaces, right? It's yeah. a grid. You're just depending on what the rules are for movement. Maybe he has, say, three for movement. So you're just moving three squares or three octagons or whatever the grid is made up of. Um and when you have grid-based games, it always forces the gamer to learn what the word orthogonal means. Mm -hmm. You have to learn it. <laughs> you probably learned it in math and forgot it instantly, but when you're playing those kind of games, you got to learn that word. If you don't know that word, go Google it. What do you usually see this in? Um, and we've kind of mentioned this already. War games, right? Stuff with... Uh, you know, your classic war games or even spaceship games. Uh, right. Space Hulk is uh, like, and I'll tell you who I think did it really well is Battle Systems. And Battle Systems is one of those, one of those game companies that Eric and I, we discuss. It's because like they're kind of big because of their terrain, mm -hmm. but they're kind of not. And it's really still only two guys and they're kind of independent and they're kind of, you know, growing bigger and bigger with core space, but they did a really, really good job with that where fundamentally the game is done by spaces, but because of the way they set the game up, it's very easy to play it on any kind of board yeah. and just measure. Yeah. Just because of the way that they laid it out. It's very, uh, very easy to go from one to the other with, I mean, you could realistically, you could have half of your board set up sort of space hulky where, you know, you had grids that goes outside where you didn't have grids and there would be zero effect when you made the transition. It wouldn't matter. Yep. Yep. And so, yeah, Battletech, Blood Bowl. Yeah. Uh, lots of examples <laughs> popping up from you guys. And I mean, one of the other ones I thought is it's you think of dungeon crawlers, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, like Zombicide is basically a dungeon crawler. Yeah, uh, or any of the D and D, you know, uh, the Raven board games, Monpox. Monpox is a perfect example of you know you're just moving squares. Yeah, um, uh, Imperial know, I, Assault is another one. Yep. That that's another one that's and I love Imperial Assault. That's a lot of fun. So there's a lot out there. Um, I mean, uh, they tend to be sometimes like with the the grids uh, board game related, but yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. That's still fun. Um, but there's plenty of more skirmishy type games like Shadespire. That's you know right. basically a gridded uh, well, board. And I find I find myself doing that anyway, um, particularly in 
games like Twisted, but anything that's kind of in that era where you're going to have stone roads. Because when I build everything to make everything simple and to make everything come out square, you do one inch blocks. Yeah. So when I'm using certain pieces of terrain that I've already got all the blocks carved out on, I don't even bother to break out my tape measure when I'm moving. Uh, and and then you you could all you could really run into a problem if you didn't allow pre measuring in that because that would be way too way too easy to cheat and just you know kind of looking at the board counting the hexes between <laughs> you and the other guy, you know what I mean? So that would be too easy to to take advantage of. But so I do that in other games as well, and I've used some of those same things when I play the Drowned Earth, and you just it's one inch. How it does you know what I mean? It's one inch, mm-hmm. so you just move. You don't have to break out your stick. And then, like I said, in core space, you come to the spot where that isn't and you just break your widget or your tape measure back out. No big deal. And something I noticed with games that work on a grid like that, um, I'll use Monpoc, for example. It it can become very chess-like, you know, and you're yes. figuring out, okay, this guy can go this far. Well, if I go over here, this and this may happen. So you can kind of plan your turns ahead. That's part of the strategy. Yeah. Um, but then there's those ones like Monpoc that have that random dice mechanic in it. So you could right. rack your brain about where to move, but then it comes down to those dice. And yeah, because I mean, if you really want to count hexes and you really, really, really want to overcomplicate <laughs> things, I know everybody's going to say original Battletech, but no, Starfleet Battles. And those of yep. you that have played it and gone through 30 impulses of Starfleet Battles, you know the pain and the joy all at the same time in playing the game. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but but that's very hex-based too. And, and like you said, I think sometimes it becomes very chess-like. It, yeah. it adds an element. And I think that element exists when you don't have that. But yeah. just something about the way you're looking at the board and you can, with the with the hexes, you can say, all right, well, he's got these options. And I, I, yeah, you, you see can that see, in Battletech. You too. can see the limitations easier yeah. with a grid versus something that's open board where, yeah, right. you still do have to measure, but there's a little, I think, um, it's not as apparent as with a, right. a grid base. So I, I got to say, though, because I've been talking so much about my first edition Wild West Exodus widget, I think I might have to play some first edition Wild West Exodus this weekend. Okay. I'm not in, I'm not interested in second edition, but I'm what about, very what about third new one? I'm not interested in third edition. I'm oh. interested in first edition. I gotta get I gotta Stop. get you I gotta I play with you. It's not gonna happen, man. It's not a unit based game. It's cowboys. Cowboys don't run in units. They're cowboys. Okay. Rant over. Rant over. But I will I will caveat that with this though i like what war cradle did i just like the old rules better i think and their rules are really i think their rules are really good but for me it needed to be a different game i i can <laughs> holler and hoot and yeehaw and all the additions so i don't care yeah yeah there you go there you go and <laughs> well they kind of hamstrung the dirt farmers so yeah I was a little sad about that. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother story. 
But I so, think that's about all we have today, Mac. Um, I mean, if you guys had more comments and thoughts on movement and different ways to move or examples like that, leave them in the comments. We will see yes. them. Uh, even though this is not going to be live, you can still do do yep. put comments in there. So we appreciate yeah, that. I know one of the things that we didn't discuss was cards. Which we had talked that's about with right. Mana Press. You know, that's even another way to do it, which I thought I was going to hate. Didn't. Yeah, Loved well, it, actually. Here, here's Flicking a good one. Movement. Flicking movement, which. Flicking movement. Some dexterity now, there. I, I was about to say, now, is that when you're <laughs> upset with your opponent and you just start flicking his models off the table? Or are we talking legit? No, I know. I know I've seen some of the, the dexterity games where you do that. I actually have a couple for the kids, but. Um, yeah, they're fun. They, they are. They're silly. And that's with a whole my, different kind of randomness. There. With, with my kids, we got to make <laughs> sure we are in the right place because yeah. stuff is going to fly everywhere. So so that's that. But it is your turn to take us out. But I do want to throw a quick reminder out there again. Be on the lookout because we got some exciting, twisted news and we're going to do it live. You guys, whoever tunes in, you are going to be the first ones to see what's going on so mm-hmm. keep an it's eye gonna be, on youtube and facebook that's right we'll it's gonna be some it's gonna be pretty cool it's gonna be pretty cool so uh definitely be on the lookout for that all right my turn to take us out thanks you, got it, you guys for tuning in uh we appreciate all you invaders joining us on thursday night shorts and if you want more content you can find a bunch of our audio content on any podcast platform for your listening pleasure. And also you can find some video content over on our YouTube channel. If you like things like unboxings or first impressions of games, we have a bunch of that stuff over there. And please, please visit us on all the social platforms like Facebook, Instagram, and our favorite discord. We have a discord where a lot of people are posting projects, have questions. It's a, kind of a growing community and yep. we think it's pretty cool that all you guys are you know interacting with each other as one of the things we like about doing this is bringing people together in a gaming community um also if you guys like what we're doing you can go over to patreon we have a patreon for you guys to throw some pennies at us to support what we're doing anything is great it helps support us and uh You don't have to if you don't want to. We just appreciate you guys checking us out. And also our favorite, if you guys feel like you need a t-shirt or a mug, we have Redbubble store on redbubble.com people slash Indie Invasion. And you do need those things. You need them. You do need those things. You need all the things. You need (laughs) the pillows. You need the uh, shower comforter. The comforter. I can't believe for your phone. All of it. And a dress for spaz. And a dress for spaz. He just needs to learn how to sew. But uh, I want to throw one more thing out there too. So if for anybody who hasn't checked it out, I've had a game I've been watching for a really long time and I finally pulled the trigger on it. And it's by Studio Tomahawk called Congo. So go check it out. Yeah, we're going to talk talk about about it soon. Yeah, when I get it, um, which should be in the next, so it might even be next week. It depends on whether or not my twisted stuff comes or if Congo comes first but either way go check it out see what you yeah, guys think yeah. of it, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about it <clears throat> yep yep okay, okay.
Well, guys, until next time, we'll see you later and prepare yourself for the invasion. Thank you.